0: I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot.
1: But for years, I have been grappling with my colleagues almost prescribed instinct to punish using the language originated initially by a radical movement, but now co-opted to deny complexity due process and the kind of in-person interactive conversation that produces resolution. I discussed this with my therapist now deceased who had treated victims of McCarthyism later on in their lives he told me that some of his patients had found themselves caught up in the whirlwind smoke of shunning and innuendo whisper campaigns and exclusions no one ever sat down and told them what they were being accused of and they never had a chance to discuss or inform or respond instead group pressures intimidations and false loyalties produced a climate of mysterious chill in which they were they were denied jobs kept out of social events shunned by acquaintances people were mean to them without ever saying why and no opportunity for clarification or repair was ever presented these people found both the material and emotional consequences overwhelming but even more so they were hurt by the amorphous nature of the problem not being able to know exactly what they were charged with not being able to talk through the accusations never knowing where they would face these hostile expressions drove many of these to extreme suffering even later when classic mccarthyism was dismantled and delegitimized these unnecessary broken relationships could not be healed my therapist explained to me that taking extreme bullying actions like signing a petition against a friend or denouncing a colleague to others or to the state, as often happened under McCarthyism, was so extreme in this pathology that the participants could never repair. They were so defended against the reality of the injustice of their own action that they couldn't reconcile it to their false image of themselves as righteous. In listening to him, I came to believe that the same personality type who would ice out or attack someone without talking to them first out of false quote-unquote loyalty would be the same person who would later be unable to apologize. It's a character issue that becomes the building blocks of fascism or any supremacist construction. And for those people, a commonly held expectation or standard of asking targeted people what they feel or how they understand their experience could be a life-enhancing or even life-saving corrective hey welcome to the blackout tips podcast your host rod and karen we're live on uh monday ready to do some podcasting Mm -hmm. uh you can find us on itunes stitcher podomatic search the blackout tips leave us five star reviews we appreciate everyone takes the time out to do that that's not just something we said at the beginning of the episode to waste our breath we really do want them five star reviews y'all do y'all okay it sucks when they mean something sucks when you come here on a saturday you do a feedback show there's no five star review I'd be sad we don't like that feeling Mm -mm. you can make us feel good you can make us not feel that feeling so leave us a five star review um I already said the official weapon right no oh the official weapon of the show is the taser and unofficial sport and bullet ball extreme and uh yeah we can get into this excerpt which is from conflict is not abuse overstating harm community responsibility and the duty of repair um which is by uh sarah shulman um and um like i said great book It really changed the way i actually view a lot of the stuff that not just that we talk about but a lot of the way that social media works and everything and you know it really made me think about my responsibility to myself and to be myself and to not get caught up in so much of the movements online or the momentum Online of people kind of peer pressuring each other into doing some things that you really wouldn't do on your own. Mm-mm. You know, not that it's always bad, but I think when it goes against the core of who you are, I think it can have some adverse effects that, you know, come up later. You can. And in this excerpt, the thing she was talking about, you know, um, uh, this idea of um, people feeling righteous even when they were wrong like mccarthyism is this, was this heinous uh like uh, accusations that people took um to try to like scare folks out of working with certain like actors politicians all these other public figures and stuff they had actual like hearings and shit before the government and they wouldn't even have to really say what you did they just like oh you was associating with some people what people, the fuck does that mean right people associate with people all the time it don't mean they know what the fuck they're doing right there's no particular action we didn't catch you in the midst of doing anything um you know we don't have evidence necessarily other than someone uh you know re- reported you and said um hey uh this motherfucker is is working with uh communists and shit like that and so people will be like all right well this person can't be in any movies because they basically made it so that listen even if you fucking um even if we if i accuse karen of something and then someone else wants to have karen on their podcast then by association karen becomes the target uh the person that had karen on the podcast they become the target too you know and and so it's and i never had to say what karen did i never Mm -hmm. really had to prove it i just accuse her of something nebulous and yeah that's all it takes you know and so um that's what was what what, what was the core of, of her example but i think that extends to so many modern day current realities where um in addition to not being able to um forgive people and not being able to apologize there's also this thing where i can't let go of the righteousness of my attack so i attacked you because i attacked you i have to be right i can then come back and be like well i couldn't really i didn't really prove that i didn't really have any evidence for that i assumed some things that i shouldn't have assumed i you know um this other thing too that i'm noticing and it's, it really ties into something i want to talk about today um that i avoided talking about online um but this idea of the face-to-face being being uh pushed aside
2: Oh, face to face matters. Then maybe I'm fucking old. No, I need to see your goddamn face.
1: Yeah, and by that I mean when I say face to face, I mean okay, let's say you did do something wrong, right? We have conflict. I don't like a thing you did. Well, now it's just a lot easier <clears throat> to discard the person. Mm-hmm. Now it's always people have always done this tactic, but now it's a little just okay. Block because you don't have that intimacy. You don't. You don't view them as a person yeah you know block unfriend unfollow all that type of stuff that we can do with the uh online stuff now you know block someone in our phones now you know we can make it so this person can never call us again
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and that's before you get to people that use uh in this she calls she refers to it as the state but essentially it's like you know the criminal apparatus of like um okay we're gonna um I'm gonna use a restraining order against somebody because we had a disagreement. Maybe if it's not, maybe it wasn't actually. Uh, I don't feel threatened by this person, but I want I want to make their life hell. Sometimes abusers do this, right? They're right. They're the one who's abusing the person. But if they can get to the state first and be like, I want to file a restraining order. Well, now this woman that you know i'm stalking. this woman that i'm harassing she can't come to her job as long as i'm 50 feet within her job so now i fucked up her ability to work or you know she um her her child goes to this school with with my child and she can't come to the school if i'm there because you know i've I've, i got to the police first you know and that and that stuff like that does happen because you know the state is about who gets there first not really how to resolve the conflict you know and so um it really made me think about um the way people are talking about Snoop Dogg going on the red table Mm -hmm. because there's two schools of thought that I've seen online about it and it seems to be either people are like uh fuck Jada Pinkett Smith for even inserting herself into this discussion um she don't have no business talking about this with him uh they don't have no business making snoop feel bad because he was look like he was like somber and maybe even you know uh maybe he even was about to cry or something like that and so there's like this kind of one school of thought is you know fuck that Snoop was only talking about gail king and if you were a black woman taking any offense to this then you just you this your fault for taking offense because it, it has nothing to do with you that's
2: not a true statement
1: yeah well i mean that's what that's what people are saying you know uh, why do you say that's not true
2: because i i, I and the reason why i say yes he was talking specifically to her but you are dismissing and erasing the history of black men attacking black women. You act like he said this shit in a goddamn bubble. Mm-hmm. He didn't. When he said that, you actually are talking about other black women. Like you cannot erase that. You can't you can't act like these women have no right to respond to the shit. The same we, the same way black men get up in arms every time somebody be like, "Well, black men do this." But not at all. Within what within, within that rule applies to a lot of things
1: yeah and i found that defense to be somewhat lacking because the whole point of him getting away all these years saying bitch and hoe was he always rationalized it as i'm only talking about a certain type of woman gail king is not that type of woman Mm -mm. not that it was ever necessarily supposed to be okay but the the thing people that's the past people gave him when you you
0: first
2: came out and you said what you said you know in regards to gail yes my heart dropped i felt like not only were you talking to gail but you were talking to me yeah. i was like oh no snoop has now taken his power flow away from me away from willow oh. away from my mother
0: Mm-mm.
2: right i was like oh, if this is happening i was like not snoop right right and so that's one of the reasons why i felt like i really wanted to have the conversation with you in the, in the spirit of healing
1: now um so like i said that was one school of thought which was she has no business doing that and why is she acting like disoffended willow and her mama and all these other people that he wasn't talking to and all that stuff um you know and and I, like i said i personally don't really think that's a good defense
2: mm-mm, mm-mm, you mm-mm. know is actually dumb in my opinion um, because you basically, uh, when, when you say that statement, you act like, okay, nobody, because, but like this, because you are a champion for Snoop and because you think Snoop done, did do anything wrong, that anybody that says anything contrary to that, they're the problem. Like, like their complaints and the things that they say has no validation because it goes contrary to, to your, uh, argument points.
1: Here's where, here's, for me the thing that kills this argument snoop dogg was inserting himself into the fray on behalf of some people he thought would be offended right according to him right this is about vanessa bryan it's about her other her remaining children who has said nothing a, publicly like yeah it. so we give him the pass to then say i'm doing this on behalf of some other people that are agreed and yet for Jada to come in and be like, I'm saying this on behalf of a lot of black women who are aggrieved, people go, no, 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 it has to stop there. Meanwhile, these same people, if you look at Twitter, Facebook, all these, these same people are doing the, and I'm standing in for Snoop Dogg, or I'm standing in for Vanessa Bryant, or I'm standing, so then you're doing the same thing, like it's this cycle of repetitive harm that is happening over and over, maybe not harm, conflict that is happening over and over and over again, and no one's willing to fucking Put the gun down and be like okay let's come to the table and talk except for let's be fair jada like this is you know this is kind of like and uh what, what i found was funny too uh so the second complaint i saw uh because like i said it was basically two schools of thoughts so the other school of thought that were people outraged were the people on the exact opposite side of the uh you know team snoop dog shut the fuck up jada shut the fuck up gail y'all should be apologizing you know that there was those people. And then the opposite side is these people that are like, you know, Snoop was out of line. This is, it, it was inappropriate. Uh, we need to support black women, da, 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 da. Well, they're pissed at Jada for bringing on Snoop to have this moment where they talk about it in the spirit of peace. And what they're doing is seen was inserting themselves in here as, well as a black woman he offended me and i don't want him to even have a platform to be confronted about it i don't want him to actually i want him like if he does go somewhere i basically want him to be cast castigated i want Mm -hmm. him to be admonished i want him to be almost like punished or something right um and definitely not forgiven which i honestly it that's that that ship sailed when gail forgave him yes it did you know like i don't like this is you know this is definitely a thing for me i don't i don't and maybe it's because of how i view celebrity it could it could definitely be that but i don't know these niggas Mm -mm. so it's very hard for me to take something they do personally because essentially even if it's directed at my group nigga i don't know you and you don't get to tell me how to run my life so to me it's like if if you pissed off if you said something fucked up about Gail King and Gail King decides okay I accept it I don't have to like what you did but it ain't really my apology to accept right you know what I mean like it's like even when they do that thing where they're like and anyone I offended hey dog it's really not you don't know me like you like you didn't come to my house and be like I heard you offended let's talk about this you know so for me I, I think I have a lot lower expectations of celebrity in general Mm-hmm. you know i just don't expect these type of this type of personalized forgiveness or 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 apology or whatever but
2: and it's never enough for some people
1: right right and and i'm not even saying it's enough but but it was enough for gail and that's essentially the people who fought
2: that's all that matters and and also like you say is the insertion a lot of people do this when it comes to people that are celebrities they actually like well i feel this way you have to feel the same way I do. And if you don't feel the same way I do about the situation, then it's then you're the problem, not me inserting myself in a situation which technically has nothing to do with me, because right. this is some other shit that happened between actually Snoop Dogg and, and Gail King. It didn't happen between nobody else. Right, it, it actually like if you really want to get down to the bones of it it actually did not happen to anybody else
1: but it's a conflict that occurred in public and Correct. therefore vicariously people feel like it happened to everyone at the same time even though clearly it it couldn't have all happened to everyone because everybody don't even agree like right. there's a lot of people telling they've been fight, and i think this is also what happens when you fight all week with one group and against another group mm-hmm. now these celebrities are avatars for us to get our fight points off and be like yes well well you know if if i if if jada pinkett smith allows this man on the air and lets him have his say and treats him with the spirit of i'm not gonna assume the most ill intent possible about you i'm gonna let you explain yourself i'm gonna let you if she does that then that means everything i've been saying he'll be able to fill in his own words and i'll you know and i and you know how it is with the internet they're gonna say it doesn't count they're gonna say he's lying they're gonna say a bunch of shit which is kind of weird because i mean i shouldn't say weird but i think a lot of people think they have way more power than they do when it comes to twitter they'll say shit like cancel culture isn't real but then be like and this celebrity definitely lied in order to stop being canceled it's like well which one is it because you know like when is it genuine when is it not because it seemed like it's never genuine when you mad correct when you're not mad it's like okay i believe that person you know um they had uh what's her name on the show too uh after uh she got caught kissing tristan thompson um i forget her name jordan woods i think i think so and once again soft place to land you know i can see a lot of you know kardashian leaning shows that would have been a lot harder on that black girl you know they still treated her like a young black woman who needed like some love and protection and also some advice like they didn't treat her like the enemy but they just don't do that there like they would never have a show like that you know right Um, because people would not agree to go on the fucking show yeah and they book the fuck out of like they get some great some great guests you know um but the thing i was thinking though is i i wonder how much of this is not simply that snoop dogg is going into a place where they won't consider him the enemy for walking in a door but just that he has a place to go at all
2: correct yes that brings me
1: back to (laughs) conflict is not abuse which is how i started all this which is that passage made me think of this because it was i'm not saying it's the same as mccarthyism obviously but there is this like impulse via online spaces to be like we don't even want the other person to have a say right you know i remember when uh jay-z put out 444 and you would think this is the stuff that people have claimed they wanted to see black men work through Mm -hmm. literally for at least over a decade for but but very intensely especially the last like five or so years this has been the stuff people have said this is the work we want to see you know we go up for this so i could why don't we don't have any good popular black examples of men who do this work blah 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 he does that work he puts out that album the immediate response from a lot of like you know well-meaning people was like yo this is this is dope this is uh i've never heard anything like this before i did i've never even heard an album where he got this personal and i Mm -hmm. learned so much about him you know it made me go to therapy you know you see all this stuff right but then the resentment starts kicking in because it's like well you know what about my father or what about my husband or my baby daddy or what about the fact that you know he gets to even come to this at 50 as if everybody was born fucking woke as if every you know what i'm saying as if as if people come out the womb i'm an intersectional feminist like everybody comes to shit at their own time some people later in life some people earlier but it was like even the fact that he had the luxury and the privilege to attain the time to come to this people were more mad about that than even than they wanted to even like applaud the message that they claimed they wanted and i think that shit is important because what what i learned from that from that like time was that oh a lot of people aren't really in this for what they claim no they they use that education shit to bully people down but then when it happens they get pissed they're like no 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 i actually didn't want you to move from my talking point, I needed a stationary target, now you're moving, and it's harder to hit you with these bars that I get off every day when you're actually doing what I said, when you're actually trying to do it when, you know, when the note, when the photograph comes out, and it's fucking, you know the thing they said they wanted, but then they have to move the goalposts again, it feels a little bit like that, and that's how the Snoop thing kind of feels a little bit too, where it's like because it's not out yet, and maybe the interview's trash, I don't know, we'll see tomorrow, whenever it comes out, but Um, there does seem to be a a point of like I don't even want this person to be able to say what they were thinking Mm -hmm. I don't even want them to say how they arrived to this conclusion I don't even want them to be able to say I'm sorry again Mm -hmm. I want them to just go away or shut the fuck up forever or double down even be worse of a person so that I can continue to have my one sided hater view that that fits a narrative solely on my you know I'm saying solely that centers me it makes it makes the narrative really about my own personal opinion on everything
2: right because in my opinion a lot of this regardless of if people meant it or if it was intentional or not a lot of this is fractions and forms and sub genres of narcissism and various different types of ways and because for a lot of people, their whole thing is everything got to be about me. Me, 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 me. Everything has to be about me. R- regardless, if you do it, I have to turn around and make whatever you say about me. And I can't let go of my power because if I let go of my power, that means it's not going to be about me. We can't have any nuances, which means you can't talk, which means I have to shun you. I have to be sure you don't exist. I have to kick you out the group. I have to, I have to, I have to be sure to silence you and shut you down because you know, if 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 I allow my power to be taken away, if I allow the nuance to to enter the room, that means there's some things that I have to admit. I have to look within myself and I don't want to change. I, I, I don't want to put in the work. I don't want to put in the effort. I don't want to admit I'm wrong. I don't want to say I'm sorry because I said it and that's the, and a lot of times, uh, when people do that, they surround themselves with a collection or a group of people that, uh, echo chambers the opinions that they've said back to them. They're not challenged. There's no critical thinking. There's no, there's no growth because, you know, the thing is everybody wants everybody to grow, but at the same time, nobody's growing because, uh, you know, if, if you grow, that means, like you say, I can't pin this thing on you anymore because you've moved beyond that, you know, and to me, uh, and, and it's a circle that keeps happening again and again and again. We talked about an event happens and then everybody has to make that event about me that's why you have these genres and arguments and sub arguments and and shit like that because for a lot of these people it's about me what about my daddy what about my brother what about this what about the person what about the man in my life that I never confronted what about the man in my life I was afraid to talk up to you know what about my abuser you know he used these same words towards me because I have to make the situation about me and it's not that people are are make are saying your situation is not valid we're just saying that this right here literally has nothing to do with you, but it's very, very hard, uh, for people to actually look at it without inserting themselves into the situation. It's human nature to do that.
1: You know what else I think happens and, 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 you know, I think this is just kind of universal. Um, and on a smaller scale it happens, but now we see it on a mass scale because we all have these tools to be together, quote, while we're not really together. Um, i think deep down people are actually afraid of themselves because they're afraid they might have to forgive and to forgive means to kind of give up that anger and the anger feels like power and so i'm giving up my power by saying I do genuinely think this person's sorry or i do genuinely think they made a mistake or you know i i listened to them and they sounded you know uh, like they sounded like they were confused or or even let's be more fair like i've been there i've done that I, something i wish i could take back immediately i've been emotional and it went too far right and and wanted that opportunity to be forgiven sometimes you get it sometimes you don't you know And I think, um, that's one of the parts of that, uh, the book that I thought was so that really just, like I said, it really just like kind of slapped me in the face. It was like, uh, if you look at the title, the end of it says, and the duty of repair, you know, it talks about how do, and how do you fix these things? How do you, how do you, uh, build on the damage that you, that you've done how do you you know what I'm saying? So it's not saying people don't fuck up. It's not saying that everyone's right, everyone's wrong. It's saying, well shit is murky and bridges get burned sometimes or bridges get tested. Conflict is a part of life. But what the duty of repair, the 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 civil, you know, agreement of repair, I think, is something that people don't want to talk about. And it you know, and I think it kinda uh it kinda really shines in these moments like this. like this isn't necessarily People forget about this Snoop shit in a couple weeks. Like, it really is not a big deal. He's gonna, I saw him on like several commercials and shit this week. Uh, he's on a, he was on a commercial for a new cartoon coming out. Uh, he's, uh, on a Cheetos commercial or something the other day. He will not be harmed by this. This is not a mea culpa for poor Snoop, you know, but it's more about what about poor us? What are we losing? in this idea of, I don't even want to see a motherfucker get to talk about it. Like, damn. Did they kill somebody? Like, like what, like, like what, like what do we want from this? Even if maybe he gets to talking this worse and we go, oh no, see, this is the, this is what I'm talking about. This is why I don't really fuck with this dude, you know? But yeah, it just feels like the people want to rob folks of even the opportunity. It's like we claim we want these apologies. We claim we want reconciliation. We claim we want repair, but we don't want that.
2: No, we don't. You know, we We really
1: want to just complain about the harm more than we want any level of um you know um uh i don't know any uh, reconciliation you know
2: right because I, t- I said this before it requires work human beings are naturally lazy they do not want to work you might work at your job you might work in a variation of things but i mean that internal work people don't want to work internally because internally means you have to face shit <laughs> that you did not want to face when you look internally that means you have to go back and and actually soul search and actually ask yourself why is this bothering me what is bothering me you know uh uh you know these things happen you know i need to forgive myself i might need to forgive somebody else i might need to let shit go i might need to, to to release this anger i might need to cry about it I might actually need to go see a therapist, a psychologist, psychologist. I might have to do some work, and that will require a whole hell of a lot of work. And human nature, people are lazy. You know, I've done that work. I'm still a working pro- uh, process, a uh, progress. So process. So for me, I'm not perfect, but that healing shit that 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 that's some shit that will have you in the corner balled up trying to figure out what did I do wrong in life? But the thing is you have to face the hurt. You have to face the pain. You have to face the disappointment of you letting people down. You have to face the disappointment of other people letting you down. And that's the shit nobody wants to do because a lot of this shit comes from them being hurt. That's why they taking it. Like, what about me? What about me? What about me? Because I have unresolved issues that happened to me that I feel like I can't address. So I'm going to, gonna uh address them publicly right here and right now even though the person i'm talking to is like the the sit-in person or the replacement for where my anger should actually be targeted at
1: yeah it almost sounds like in a way kobe is gonna be the last person that was forgiven you know and i think people forgave him without knowing it you know in the way that that people you know can you know like i said the way that people forgive and hate and don't forgive celebrities it sounds like kobe was the last one you know because now it doesn't take as big an infraction to be done forever with people i don't know if it's just because of the way he died that people had to come to grips with that right away but people have forgiven him and i don't even think they realized it i don't think they sat down and picked a moment to forgive him but you know his wife vanessa bryant said um at the memorial service today um she said uh kobe worked hard to make sure others learn from his mistakes that's not a denial of harm caused by him that's not saying he didn't do nothing i don't know why y'all try talk about my man that wasn't fuck gail king any of that shit she knows that that's part of his legacy too you know and she says like He worked hard to make sure others learn from his mistakes. And that's something that, like I said, when people rush to defend him in that kind of sycophant sycophant way, that kind of cult-like mentality, they miss the fucking point of all the shit he did. It's not because of, but in spite of, it's not in spite of, it's because of. You know, and I think that's kind of interesting to see people able to understand it with him. But then as soon as the news cycle moves to the next person, we're here we are doing it again and leaving no room for for any any other narrative than just fuck you forever. So
2: Yeah, and also, truth be told, I a lot of people the uh, with Kobe it happened quote unquote so long ago and for a lot of people it happened before the internet is the savage beast that it is today. If something like that was to happen to Kobe Bryant today, let's say Kobe Bryant was alive today and living. He would not have the same legacy that he has right now. And well, you know what though?
1: But you know what though? During the, when he got an award at the Oscars, people were talking about it like in the era to me too. How are you giving this man an award? Yeah. yeah,
2: so yeah. It's not- I, I'm, I, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is yes, people, there are going to be people that's not going to forget him regardless but what i'm saying is if kobe brown was in the league right now and these allegations to come up right now would people still feel the same way and have the same legacy that they do about him right now
1: i, I mean don't what, think they would right right, right. i'm not I'm, I'm not trying to debate it with you i'm just saying like he was he was a person during this era this was not like he didn't get the pass of well you know like he's dead and gone or that happened so long ago nah this happened in the era of people having social media like this happened yep. in a time like to me kobe Bryant was the to me the difference between him and michael jordan was that he did come up during tmz like he like he didn't get to escape that if this if this shit would have happened with um like i said uh i i don't know you, you guys picked the person uh Reggie Lewis or something like that. It would, it would, like, it would have been, um different just cause of the media being different, right? They would cover up your sexual assaults, they'll cover, they won't interview the person, they, you know what I'm saying? They won't, it won't be jokes on Family Guy and shit like that, like, this was different for him.
2: You know, and 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 like I said, maybe maybe just the way I feel. I I I understand what you're saying, but but the internet and the way the the social media is so savage. Not said social media wasn't around back then, but it's so savage now, and it's so polarizing right now that that I you know I think that a lot of people that are forgiving would not be as forgiving if this situation
1: was to happen today. Colin Kaepernick was accused of sexual assault. Yeah, but people like him. That's what I'm saying people like kobe too like it's just i feel like the people when it doesn't fit the narrative we want to have with people we just don't care you know what i'm saying or just it doesn't count kind of and i think kobe might be the last person that we see like forgiven you know what i'm saying like that um and i think part of it's just because of how big he was And how successful he was at winning and then how much he was able to like rehabilitate his image and how much of a like supporter of women he became and all this shit so like it could be all that you know and i'm sure people want to put sinister motivations to his entire fucking life they can i'm not saying that but just that you don't put people on tv like this for their fucking for like a memorial service and stop primetime espn because everyone hates the person right so it's some somewhere along the line people change their minds about hating this dude yeah they did and not just wonder if he'll be the last one you know maybe he won't but i just it just makes you think you know like you said um and maybe and maybe and like i said i'm not even saying you're wrong maybe if it happened now and his you know everything just moves back about 10 years maybe it it is different now i don't know you know we we have kind of lost the plot on this my fucking social media shit a little bit right
2: yeah like like i said and like i said and i might be wrong but because just the way people function now and, and 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 it's like everything is like on speed and acid it's just really quick and really fast and everybody got these hot takes and shit like that you know i wonder what these same people feel the same way some would now some would but right. would a lot of people be as forgiving if it was to happen today
1: I don't know, man, I, we definitely don't have the impulse to forgive, no as it, much online, but I just think you know I don't know how much I think this event nothing else tells you how much online in real life ain't really got shit to do with each other sometimes, correct, you know, so I'm not sure that this like well online people is mad, I'm not sure that that's next necessarily a reflection of the broader views of society, no, no so no, no, I don't no, no. think so that's why I say even if it happened today, I'm not sure that you know. say i don't know y'all pick the person i'm not trying to wish this on anybody but say some superstar does something similar and then you know 10 years later they end up retiring a champion and all this shit i'm not sure that they're not being memorialized on tv shows and people feel bad for them and stuff if they truly have rehabilitated their image and stuff i just don't know um anyway that was a long one but
0: it's in, in a, a book, a, a reading, reading rainbow.
1: rainbow, a reading, a reading rainbow. rainbow. All right, let's get into the show, guys. Um, so kind of talked about this new topic in this, so no need to redress it. Mm-mm. Ava Duvernay receives death threats from Bernie Sanders supporters. What for what? What did she say? She was gonna vote for him or something? I don't think Bernie supporters do that. Is that a a thing? podcast today that excused this by saying that uh it's because they're so upset about you know the plight of the poor i'm like so y'all death threatening let me check my notes here ava duvernay um somebody who actually does a lot of actually does (laughs) someone actually does a lot of words maker of the 13th and when they see us try to
2: educate people that person okay Mm-hmm. oh my god oh somebody did the, the, the champions like helping people
1: and having okay, okay. these motherfuckers are crazy they made f- the movie for the about the nuts. man made the movie about the man that bernie marsh with what are you just mad he wasn't in the movie is that what it is should have oh, yeah. cast like a young jewish actor to be in the background wearing glasses yep way in the back uh ava duvernay is one of the most celebrated black creatives of our time but over the weekend the award went over the crosshairs of overzealous bernie sanders supporters who took issues with her critiquing their candidate friday evening the vermont senator tweeted out i've got news for the republican establishment i've got news for the democratic establishment they can't stop us he was filling himself going to nevada the next day he would go on to win the second caucus in the primary season of the primary season and the first nominating contest in the west in nevada while this emboldened his diehard fans and allies duvernay wasn't entirely sold i'm undecided but i know this isn't what i want she wrote in response to sanders tweet saturday um and then people started replying
2: right she didn't say she wouldn't vote for him she just say i'm undecided and a lot of people it's a lot of fucking candidates it's like a clown car act out here y'all
1: you know how much i admire you Ava. I have my direction i want you to go but even if your candidate isn't warren i know whatever decision you make will be in uh in the interest of what you feel is best for yourself and more importantly our community said frederick joseph um let's see amicia says all of the bernie bros and straight up clowns threatening ava's life just started a war y'all are in, uh y'all are asking for receipts on her service her fight for justice they are in plain sight don't play yourselves ava is entitled to her opinion you're not entitled to make death threats uh but aside from the initial support sanders supporters quickly caught wind of duvernay's apparent apathy towards their fave and very soon she was bombarded with messages that ran the gamut gamut from disappointment to her anger ava what is it you want then a little surprise to your tweet since i have always seen you as a progressive woman wrote one woman uh to which the filmmaker responded so you're saying if i disagree with his statement that i'm not a progressive woman is that what you've just written here right uh people on here getting emotional about it, one man without keeping their eye on the real ball she elaborated i understand exactly what he's saying here and i don't agree with it he can't win that way and he surely cannot govern that way how's he gonna get anything passed how's he gonna move anything forward however once the discussion became ugly and violent DuVernay p typed out said uh yeah it was this picture of a little little baby sipping on uh <laughs> sipping on <laughs> hold on i might show y'all it like the baby was sipping on a milkshake his eyes was real big uh-huh. <laughs> and she did that thing where you, you like you like tweeted out as a meme and was like bernie supporters terrorizing my mentions while i'm off enjoying my saturday come on and the little the little baby is is adorable um but uh i don't know if it's showing in the chat yet it's moving slow yeah, it's trying to. Okay, yeah. Well, let me know if it doesn't publish. But yeah, the little baby just looks like these motherfuckers crazy. <laughs> like the baby's face is like, I'm gonna just. Oh,
2: with your eyes, that is precious. I'm just gonna
1: sip on this this strawberry milkshake oh. and mind my business. These motherfuckers trying trying to act crazy tonight. That's how the baby looks. Um but yeah some of the threats sent to so people have receipts for the threats because you know people always say no one gets death threats it's not true or whatever um or you know so people say how you how to get yourself on the guillotine list 101 really didn't think I'd have to take her out in the class war but when you show your ass like this you're, it's gonna get capped uh, another person this bitch made a movie lol I don't, I don't know what that one means um uh, uh, and then someone also said, "Uh, wait, 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 wait. This is the tweet that has white people say that Ava death threats. This y'all threw the damn point."
2: Yes, you did.
1: Yeah, um, I know bots, trolls, and algorithms, and some humans are doing what they do. Neither Ava or nor Susan Sarandon deserve the amount of vitriol, hate threats they have received today. It is, uh, it is outrageous and unacceptable, and needs to stop. And that's Rosa Clemente who said that i wonder what death threat she got in her replies you know they just dropped from one victim to the next yeah but man it's just it's really like you can't have an opinion that is not like sucking this dude's dick without somebody like trying to kill you they will they will find you and the thing is like his supporters are some punks they not finna do shit like they always talking, we gonna kill the rich and all y'all they don't even have guns like, they really not about to do nothing. They wouldn't bust a grape in the fight. Like, they not that type of person. So, I don't even know why they get online and do that. Or maybe they just been infiltrated by, like, some people that want to make them look bad. So, they do that. But, you know, the weirdest part is that if you want to be in their little group, you can't call for any accountability. You can't even say, like, this is wrong. Hey, fellow supporters, chill the fuck out. Bernie Sanders has had to say that. To me, I would be in to me if i was him i'd feel embarrassed because no other candidate in the last at this point four to six years have on a democratic side, have the democratic side have had to say that nope like obama had the most votes of all time in america highest voter turnout ever he didn't have some rabid ass attack everybody fan base right so this is different and unique to this man and it's not Something about it is not okay. Mm-mm. I don't know if it's just cause he's, uh, using anger as his bully pulpit. And much like Trump uses anger, it's attracting a certain type of like person that wants to angrily like tweet at people and, and threaten them and shit. But the more I'll listen to people and see people just completely be like, I'm for Bernie Sanders and I'm, and I'm gonna make an excuse for the way people attack folks is the, the more i'm just turned off by that fan base like mm-hmm. that's literally the problem i don't even think people have that much of a problem with his politics as they much don't, as they, have, they a don't have a problem with
2: him they have problems. these people right and it's not
1: just mean they're mm-hmm. harassing people and threatening them yes they they're, are mean is uh your hair ugly uh yo what's that's what's wrong with your edges this is this isn't just mean like so, like what the fuck is wrong with people we gonna kill you we are gonna put you for the guillotine we are gonna I'm gonna cut your head off and shit. Like, nigga, that's something crazy with you. The fact that y'all even think this shit is cute to say. You know? Like, I have more cynical thoughts to say about that whole group of people, but I'ma just leave it at that for now. But these, yeah, these I, motherfuckers I've, are annoying. Yes, I like I said, I've gotten better and my anger isn't
2: as intense but it's still there and it it can come
1: back. Yeah. This is this is fucking weird man yes it
2: is y'all act like he's going to fucking it's it's almost like anything you say against him is the item it's like it's like the fan base goes in panic anything just sends them in like a fucking panic and you're like y'all need to calm the fuck down
1: yeah man it's i really just hope that uh that uh, the democratic candidate wins in 2016 I think it would be better served if it was a democratic candidate that actually cared about the rest of the people in the party yes i think that would just be better for america not necessarily the democratic party but just the for the prime of progress that you need to have to get shit passed as a president i think it would just be better but fuck it it might D- this dude to be the one-man show and everybody gotta be okay with that okay cool but yeah his people are fucking the worst man they are obnoxious they are fucking irritating yeah like it's like i like what the fuck happened to just like and and i don't know it's not all of them but it's Mm -hmm. just like like i said there's just a contingent of them that is so rabid just yeah it's not like and they they think it's a a attribute and i'm like nah that's crazy and it's almost cult-like you're like the fuck
2: is wrong with y'all Yeah, i don't
1: think you're doing this because you care about poor people right when you're threatening to kill people i don't think that that's the same dog like i don't, I don't I, like, like there's trying to win hearts and minds and there's whatever the fuck this shit is that you like like i said it, to me it would make more sense if this was some type of counterattack where people were pretending to be sanders fans doing outlandish shit to make people be like i'm gonna associate this type of behavior with bernie sanders like that would be smarter than the fact that they're actually being like no it's us and we proud of it that's we crazy. Proud of it we wear like a goddamn badge of honor yeah that's man that's crazy so uh anyway gruff the crime dog actor gets 16 years in prison
2: oh shit
1: yeah what did he do i guess carrie's been having a bit of a rough time
2: apparently so Mm -hmm. i guess it's a doggy dog world
1: Um, John Morales, the, uh, John Morales, the actor who played the crime fighting cartoon character McGrath, the crime dog, was sentenced to 16 years in prison, stemming from a 2011 arrest in which police seized a thousand marijuana plants, 27 weapons, including a grenade launcher, and 9,000 rounds of ammunition from his home. What the fuck? Ooh, he was ready for the war. Jesus Christ. No wonder the police were hounding him
2: all <laughs> oh, that marijuana they had a nose for the case
1: you know that rest was like today we take a bite out of crime
0: <laughs> right
1: uh the sentence was handed down uh thursday just three days after the 41 year old former actor pleaded guilty morales insisted during the sentencing hearing that he was nonviolent, but u.s district judge vanessa gilmore said everything i read about you makes you seem like a scary person i mean but if he's non-violent he's non-violent just because he seems scary don't mean he's scary um yeah I, I don't yeah i don't know how you can i don't know what she means by that is it well? He did have guns, but I mean, if he wasn't killing nobody. I don't know. Uh McGruff the Crime Dog is a cartoon bloodhound that created by a global advertising company Saatchi and Saatchi, and the Ad Council in the early 1980s for the National Crime Prevention Council. The cartoon figure was used by U.S. police in spreading crime awareness, and is perhaps best known in the tagline "Take a bite out of crime." Oh, somebody said he a pound puppy now. Oh. <laughs> 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 that's a good one that's a good one well he we have to serve the term in dog ears it's a real question oh that's a good question well, his lawyer couldn't get him off guys thought he would have told the police they were barking up the wrong tree
0: <laughs>
1: um alright <laughs>
0: <laughs> Damn,
1: that's sad. What's gonna happen next? The dare police about to be beating black people? Just kidding. They were always doing that. <laughs> As, <laughs> we'll never be able to catch them. They, when no. did they stop? Um, Mad Mike Hughes dies in a homemade rocket disaster on a mission to prove that the earth is flat. That's right, y'all. He was a flat earther. Or maybe I should say a splat earther. <laughs>
2: he ended up just like his pancakes flat
1: that one had nothing to do with anything it I, don't matter I know you just wanted to hear the sound yes uh, like his pancakes yes mm, okay uh, <laughs> in, December, <laughs> in December I wonder
2: did he hit the ground did he have to flip like the pancakes
1: what did a pancake party just come in the All right. So what is
2: the pancake? <laughs> because the pancakes are flat.
1: And you said splat like pancakes. You know how? No, I'm- I just said flat. He's a flat earther. Yes. You don't want to turn. You do, you do you want pancakes? <laughs> do you want to go to IHOP tonight? Is that what's happening? I don't know. <laughs> do you off my, my pancake material over there in Houston? I don't know. might be breakfast time. Brunch time.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Mine need to go back to the brunch spot. Switching these funds out from flat Earth to pancakes, huh? <laughs> yes. All right. You know
2: my connections ain't got to make sense.
1: This is fine. As I like to say, batter up.
0: <laughs>
1: Just are doing this now. Um. So in uh December, buttress by his convictions. At advances in the homemade rocketry, Mad Mike Hughes flipped on a camera and fantasized about the moment when he shows mankind that it lives on a verdant disc. The plan was simple. Fire into the sky on a steam powered rocket and trigger a balloon to carry him to the Carman Line, the one hundred kilometer barrier that separates terrestrial from extraterrestrial, filming the entire way. For three hours the world stops, Hughes says during a live stream. Hughes a oh, herself- he live streamed it. I guess so. Wow. A self-styled daredevil, flat earth theorist, and limousine stuntman died Saturday when his jury-rigged contraption propelled him on a column of steam, spiraled through the air, and cratered into sage sagebrush outside of Barstow, California. He was 64.
0: Holy shit!
1: It was unsuccessful and he passed away. Long time collaboror- collaborator Waldo Stakes. I mean, I mean,
2: I mean, did he do it like they do like, like with up? They just, strap a chair to some balloons
1: and he was like we going up baby uh, i don't know i think he, i think he was just uh what well says steam power rocket so he probably was like hillary will you marry me oh uh, a video of the launch and crash posted by freelance reporter justin chapman showed a green parachute falling away from the rocket moments huh. at the takeoff well that's not good no that's not it's unclear why the rocket failed to return safely it, well yeah, cause it was rigged it, it, I mean if it didn't have a green parachute that might have something to do with it I'm just saying uh, as it had on earlier occasions Hughes had ridden the rocket back to earth on a parachute after other successful launches it was a tragic end for Hughes perhaps the most visible and the colorful advocate of the theory that the earth isn't sapphire and an emerald glow revolving around a massive star but rather a flat plane with a tiny sun above it he dedicated the past several years of his life to proving a theory from a high perch i guess he's proving it in heaven now what then yeah i'm not even gonna ask a stupid questions like how do we get day and night and all this bullshit is everything's fucking flat in march 2018 he rode his garage made rocket 1875 feet above the mojave desert good god reaching a speed of 400 kilometers stakes uh told the AP. It was the f- next step in Hughes mission to photograph the world. It'll shut the door on this ball earth, he said. Hughes recently signed on with the Science Channel to document his project on the television program Homemade Astronauts. The- <laughs> Come on, man. Uh real? Homemade Astronauts but i mean you your home make porn not mm-hmm. not at, not <laughs> going to space no
2: come on no man. you don't you don't home make that people actually got uh uh theories on and math equations on
1: and shit like that you homemade home make bread okay <laughs>
2: yeah you do you homemade make cakes and pies
1: home make astronauts uh the channel was in part was it was which is part of discovery said in a statement our thoughts and prayers go out to his family and friends during a difficult time it was always his dream to do this launch and science uh the size channel was here to chronicle his journey yeah sounds like it just fell flat but a spokesperson for the network wouldn't say (laughs) a producer's asked him to rein in his flat earth commentary for a channel that has science in its name and at least theoretically would want to assure viewers that the earth is in fact round in a promo video ahead of uh, i can't remember which which of the uh channels has switched from like science and shit to tlc the the learning channel that's the one because i know yes because the learning I,
2: channel used to fucking learn now it's everything but goddamn learning
1: yeah so now it's like ghost brothers and shit and you're like this hey so i guess maybe discovery was about to go that route
2: yeah they like hey
1: this right here get views y'all don't, y'all don't want logical shit in a promo video ahead of the launch, Hughes does not mention his beliefs when he explains why he has endeavored on his now tragically futile mission. It's to convince people they can do things extraordinary, extraordinary with their lives. He said, maybe it pushes people to do things they wouldn't normally do with their lives and will maybe inspire someone else. He expressed optimism before takeoff. We look forward to Saturday, he said. Wow. Well, you hate to see it, guys. You know, but, uh, you know what I like to say what goes around comes around.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's really a... I wonder, I wonder, I wanted to he end up like his egg scrambled? <laughs> help myself. I know that was bad.
1: All <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can do is shake your head at me. As long as you have fun. I am having a motherfucking ball. <laughs> just laughing in the middle of this tragedy. <laughs> a tragedy that will be felt all over the globe.
0: <laughs> Good one. <win. laughs>
1: All right, um, let's rotate to the next one. <laughs> they, you know, you know who that man was definitely not gonna vote for? Bernie Sanders. Oh, because Bernie believed in the revolution. Alright, uh that's good one too. Karen, Mm -hmm. How come black women like you?
2: Oh shit like me
1: wanna see all our good black men locked up in prison. Huh? Why you wanna see R. Kelly? Go to prison. Why you want to see Bill Cosby go to prison? Mm-hmm. How come y'all don't care about Harvey Weinstein? We Where is the documentary about Harvey Weinstein? So works? while all of them out here just raping away, okay, they putting our rapists in prison and the white man get the rape with impunity. Karen, and I'm sick of this shit. The man, he not even, he just sitting around, just getting getting the rape. You before us, them first, okay get they Uh-oh! hashtag them first uh Mm-mm. get the white rapist hashtag first Hashtag all y'all work the way down to the black rapist Can okay everybody and i'm gonna continue to say this okay they they letting they not even putting this man on trial they he's just, on trial
2: right now the fuck you talking about they,
1: this man is just going around getting to do whatever the hell he want to do and people just seem to be Totally fine with it. Oh, it's different when the white man raped. Okay, but let a brother try to buy NBC, and now we got to shut down everything. Karen. Everything. I'm sick of this shit. Uh- just just saying i'm getting some late breaking news here karen oh, okay uh straight off the ap wire okay um the talking point of what about harvey weinstein has taken a huge hit today oh what happened he I is know
0: now
1: he, had a trial. he is now been convicted of rape and criminal sexual act
0: oh shit uh
1: he got guilt, found guilty of two of the five potential criminal charges he faced in his new york county trial uh he also has a trial coming in la
2: oh we Uh, got more trials
1: the hotel world mourns the loss of this courageous talking point to avoid you know the responsibility black rapists have faced by having to go to prison and stuff um so uh it looks like uh you going to jail now it looks like it's over for the uh for the people that that really you are going to
2: jail
1: seem like it's over for the people that really wanted to continue to advocate for you're uh, going to jail for cosby and and uh r kelly and the other black rapists that you know should get the right you're community. going to jail uh supposedly so yeah he's going to jail it looks like uh you know we'll see what the sentencing is and then he has another trial and. LA um and the documentary is coming out soon so yep Mm -hmm. uh you know who else people don't talk about jeffrey epstein was in prison when he uh (laughs) committed suicide uh (laughs) so i mean look uh some of these white rapists is going to jail just seem like people don't care there's a whole podcast about epstein
2: whole ass podcast
1: um let's see what else is happening guys um i know we've been talking for a while let me check my time uh you know what let's do one more um this is me Nicki minaj reveals she has a little sister and then deletes political tweet so she's been sharing more of her personal life on social media and what many believe is an attempt to offset a declining reputation but even her most devoted barbs had no idea she had a younger sibling me i
0: didn't know that either
1: who looks a lot like her and I saw the picture. Damn they look alike. It was like Nicki Minaj and a young Nicki Minaj, which is weird because we know Nicki had all that work done. But like her sister in her favor, like in the face anyway. Um but yeah, my dad and little sister mean, she wrote in the caption for a personal video she shared with her one hundred and ten point eight million followers while minaj doesn't disclose much about her sister like her age or location the resemblance between the two young women is uncanny people are fucking insane i don't blame her yep I, that's yeah. probably why we
2: just not learning about her
1: yeah um and after everything that happened with her brother and shit too you know people would be saying some wild shit um mm-hmm. but uh yeah, she did go ahead and put that picture out um um in the clip minaj and ming are uh why does this keep moving sitting with their heads close together with a fun filter on without saying a word ming smiles sweetly at the camera and it pants as it passed to their father although the clip was innocent enough the internet wasted no time and very quickly uncovered that ming once made a tiktok video mimicking her sister's arch nemesis cardi b by using one of her famous catchphrases from her love and hip-hop days because that's the bullshit people do the scum of the fucking earth man that's what they do like that's but you know what that's also the fan base she cultivated uh right so like that's a mean fan base dog like she does a lot of mean shit and then her people do a lot of mean shit and they you know yeah, your audience is a reflection of you baby and the fact that they even went to go find her tiktok to to do something like that like so y'all didn't even know this girl existed y'all didn't even know who she was or any of this shit y'all went not just found her tiktok but also found a tiktok with her you know doing a cardi b impression or whatever and being like oh you know i was fucking well sister but now canceled or whatever it's like that's crazy uh yeah nikki's blood sister made a tiktok with cardi and now bars are dragging her forward muse one follow follower another said i expect better treatment of nikki's sister um is the picture showing up Oh, she looked just Don't like she? her. It's crazy. Like that shit that's insane, man. Like that's a time machine right there. I know they they family, but that shit just like Nikki photoshopped herself from like nineteen eighty eight. Right. And it was like, and this is me, that's amazing while social media was applauding elizabeth warren for takedown of new york mayor michael bloomberg during the democratic debate minaj had some very different thoughts on the impending 2020 presidential election in a since deleted tweet she warned infighting amongst democrats could lead to four more years of donald trump the democrats will continue to beat up each other while y'all laugh and trump will win again she tweeted jokes on who i respect the deals that will not jeopardize a party by playing dirty obama never did that pay attention uh, although she did want to show support for hillary clinton some were surprised by the post that it uh, given that in a recent interview with billboard the 37 year old admitted she wanted to see less politics and rap music going forward <sighs> my guess is i don't know for sure that that was just a subliminal shit talking about cardi because cardi is very politically inclined she yeah, always talking about politics speaking, and yeah. shit uh outside of rap on, on social medias and you know they they don't really fuck with each other like that and that could be that thing that people do where you really need to just say who you talking about and instead you say some shit you can't even uphold and then for you know it you done shot everybody in the room they're like how i get hit by a bullet yeah that's my guess that's my guess uh i would love rappers to be passionate about rap and that we feel it she says so passionate about rap that we feel it everyone that has just come into the game I'm proud of you guys cause it's not easy I know that keep on doing your thing she said and yeah she ended up deleting the uh tweet so but yeah Nicki Minaj had a secret little sister all this time and I don't blame her for not telling these motherfuckers me neither like as weird as people are on the internet already and then as weird as her fan base can particularly be and I mean like I said she she's cultivated that I mean she's been like go get them before on social media so yeah, definitely people gonna feel vindicated, even if it is a child. People will feel vindicated in using her as some sort of uh, you know, way to get at Nicki Minaj. Um, alright. Oh uh, man, this story's kind of a downer. I'm gonna save it for tomorrow. Okay. Uh <laughs> Uh all right, let's 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 do some um let's do some fucking with black people uh real quick. Um where's my music uh scroll up okay it's just gonna take a sweet ass time and get there whenever we feel like it okay here we go we're just fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys, it's time to play the game we all hate to play. It's fucking with black people. The game we go all over the globe, find different articles, to make us feel fucked with, then we assign point scores of zero to hundred intervals of twenty five. Today's contestants, everybody. Yay. Alright. See who's fucking with us first. Um a rogue blackface mannequin snapped in dischem store. I don't I don't know. I guess snapped means uh they got rid of it uh so i don't know if the picture's showing up for you guys oh okay but uh as you guys can see it's a mannequin that's just your standard mannequin that's white hmm
2: somebody didn't finish the makeup
1: uh it's the standard mannequin that is white but someone has painted the head brown ma- with makeup or something Hmm. uh jan opperman manager of disc Gym's killarney branch um claimed the uh maybe it's Disc Chem's anyway claimed that the display was put together by an unnamed staff member at the directive of the head office unnamed every year we have different ones themes for the campaign sent to us from the head office said opperman we all do it differently when asked who gave the go-ahead for the display to be erected opperman hung up she refused to take further calls from our journalists i know she did the this kim this this kim marketing operations coordinator Oban king motorboot what Modubu said, she knew nothing about the display at the Killarney branch. She said the only campaign sent out to the stores was titled Beauty Fair, and the accompanying artwork featured a series of dots arranged in the circles. As you guys can see, this picture is a mannequin dressed in what appears to be African uh, African dress,
0: mm-hmm.
1: a white mannequin with a brown face painted brown next to a hut display. hmm. Happy Black History Month. Everyone. Um so yeah. Um the the African theme display. Uh Karen, zero to a hundred. Oh, everybody get a hundred. Everybody gets a hundred? Uh yeah, that's a hundred. That's straight up hundred, okay? I don't know how you fucking because
2: yeah, I mean How it, could it not be? It's not
1: like they don't make black mannequins. Right. Or maybe you just put the white mannequin out there and just don't paint his face. Right. A Baton Rouge judge in 23rd J- Judicial District has been accused of sending racist text messages allegedly using the N-word when mentioning a black deputy and a law clerk in Ascension, Paris. Assumption, Parish Chef, uh, Sheriff Leland Fal- Falcon said that the messages from Judge Jesse LeBlanc were sent to his former chief deputy, Bruce PerJean. Prygine uh despite leblanc's attorney denying that she sent the messages um (laughs) falcon They can find
2: out if you sent them or not
1: falcon told wbr2 that the text messages prejean received in december 2018 referred to assumption deputy eric taylor as a dirty cop and a thug the messages also called taylor and a judge's clerk the n-word <clears throat> the messages were provided to wbr2's investigative unit unit by falcon but leblanc's attorney alleges that the messages were altered despite look Le- what okay despite leblanc's denial district attorney rick ricky babbin says that at least 600 of the judge cases are now under review you're goddamn right kind of has to be if you get caught using that language now i don't know how you determine if it's doctored or whatever like how you gonna research if the texts weren't actually that way you know bavin said that at least 2100 letters have been disseminated to every defendant that has appeared before leblanc since 2012 when she was sworn sworn in the defendants as well as their attorneys have been made aware of the derogatory and racist language the judge has been accused of using prejean the alleged recipient of the messages is also admitted to having an affair with leblanc oh this is messy. what what Ooh, wow Messy, messy, messy. Uh, which she has denied as well. A lengthy investigation was conducted so she just saying all this is fake. Resulted in Prajon's admission. Oh wait, so then she okay, so then after so she denied everything, then they did an investigation and then she admitted she did it. According to the advocate, the messages stem from what appeared to be an argument over a soured relationship in which Prajon was accused of having an affair with someone else. Oh so she was just fucking everybody prejean and leblanc are both married oh damn (laughs) what is happening here so what happens okay so are they saying her husband found out about the affair and was like i'm sending all this evidence to the fucking police so they can see what kind of person you are at least i was never unfaithful to you with anyone much less a nigger one of the messages read what i'm sure you are i'm sure you are with thug Nigger eric he is such a good friend said another so two was it two racist white people in the group chat who had an affair with each other were texting each other and then started accusing each other of having sex with black people because that's the worst thing in the world right apparently Names of the two individuals engaging in the conversation were not displayed in the messages. However, one of the numbers connected to the messages said to be the number LeBlanc has known, uh, to have used until recently. We have again had a dialogue. Well, with Cass- recently. So she made sure she made sure that like
2: I got another phone number.
1: We have again had a dialogue with Captain Prajapati, and he has informed us that the two copies of text messages in question were received on Captain Prajapati's private cell phone and came from cell phone number two two five. That phone being that of Judge Jesse LeBlanc. There is another supporting evidence. Uh, there is other supporting evidence to confirm Captain Prajapati's statement of authenticity of the messages received by him. Uh, following the news, Pajan and LeBlanc's relationship service, babbin and the Assumption Paris public defender took a rare action and filed a joint mo- motion that had a judge removed from any hearing cases in Assumption Paris. A court date for the me- motion has not yet been set. Pajan was demoted and disciplined, but the disciplinary action was not disclosed. On the contrary, LeBlanc's attorney claims the photograph she saw the text messages looked manipulated. I have looked at the alleged text messages and they appear to have been altered. Your client? okay so leblanc is the one that didn't confess she's just sticking to like this all this is fake it's all made up
2: yeah you act like they can't contact the phone companies and be like hey y'all this went across
1: y'all network uh she says for example if you look at both one has screen cracks present in the lower left corner not present in the other the type (laughs) the type font with the alleged phone number matches exactly but the text boxes in both do not meaning someone has deliberately manipulated the content okay okay well we'll see in court the naacp is not sold on leblanc's claims that she did not send the messages and is calling for a resignation although judge jesse leblanc denies sending these messages from her phone we find it hard to believe that anyone else would have access to a judge's phone while texting a cr- chief criminal deputy said uh bathroom rouge's naacp brand president eugene collins so they're these ain't y'all ain't no nobody's Collins continued, this act shows a blatant disrespect for members of the African American community and further shows that Judge LeBlanc shouldn't be serving. The NAACP has planned a series of peaceful demonstrations, both electronic and physical. So, 0 to 100, Karen. I get this is 75. I'm dropping to 25
2: because they actually did the right actions by doing an investigation and like, hey, you know, the uh, possibility of punishment behind this, we didn't need to look into your case. Your cases that you've done in the past
1: yeah i mean
2: i wish more did this so but people want right. to uh go against it and shit like that like they have an opportunity and a chance to appeal
1: yeah i give it a 50 for the similar reasons where it's like 50 for it even happening and all this shit but i'm glad that they're doing the right thing and looking at all her cases again and, and making sure she's off the bench for any new cases because
2: right that's like bias don't matter
1: would it be in a criminal uh less less like a black people system i guarantee you a lot of them people she sent to jail were the niggers that she hates Uh rape victim made to wear blackface and afro wig to protect her real identity during an interview no a french television show is being called out for racism after opting to dress a rape victim and former teenage prostitute in blackface to protect her identity so do you niggas not have access to the pixels that we have uh, yeah, in yeah. america
2: can't you just pixelate and
1: you know make modulate voice. the voice yes like isn't is this is this exclusive to america that you can do this nobody has had apparently nobody's got this technology and i saw the picture like if i knew if i can look at that picture and be like first of all um your concealer is flawless but if i can look at that picture and be like i can just imagine her as a white girl right then then what does it do? it's not like like were y'all just trying to do a light flex on y'all make artists or what according to the daily mail sunday september sept uh hoot seven to eight which is a popular weekly news show aired an interview with a teenage girl identified only as nina as part of its its usual portrait of the week segment however viewers couldn't help but notice her strange appearance so so okay so right away the blackface doesn't work if people are like something doesn't look right this is not this person
2: right
1: so right away it didn't even pass the smell test like who else was in the room looking at this process and didn't go we can still tell us a white woman you know and then what would the answer been okay put these fake lips on and uh these monkey ears go ahead and do that uh, oh, let's go yeah. ahead. Get, can we get some shoe polish? Let's get well, some shoe polish in. Uh,
2: Y'all budget too tight. Y'all couldn't afford to, to to manipulate shit or talk to her back or something. The fuck is this?
1: It was later confirmed that the producers of the show used blackface makeup. They also gave her a frizzy, coarse-texture wig to make her appear like a black person.
2: Yeah, because that's what they think black people look like.
1: Later on in the interview, host and Steph- we gave her a nose, a big red nose. <laughs>
2: Is we this? also had her chewing
1: on some watermelon to disguise her mouth we didn't want people to see exactly what she was saying we had her fingers greasy like fried chicken you mm-hmm. know they
2: like that that chicken and then rice. we had to do
1: a little soft shoe because see no one's ever seen her soft shoe before mm-hmm. so you know we had to protect our identity you know so we mm-hmm. had to do what we had to do and then we gave her a plate of greens beans mm-hmm hmm mm-hmm. yep. we stuffed two pillows in the back of her pants because you know, they, and you know, we just want to make sure the criminals have zero chance of finding her. Mm-hmm.
2: And we made her some sweet tea. We made it so thick that it looks like syrup.
1: Mm-hmm. And then we you brought, know how them niggas like that. Too. We did a voice over with her, and we replaced it with slave language. So. You know, when you see it and she's talking about, you know, the horrible ordeal she went through, uh, we just want to make sure that it's, you know, said in the same cadence as, uh, you know, how we imagine slaves talk. So just want to be thorough here. That's what we, uh, the other thing that's weird about it too is like, i and i hope this didn't happen but you know you're setting her up for people to be on social media mad at her on some rachel out shit right and literally the stories about her sexual assault and sex trafficking so like you i put that on you not her because maybe she didn't you know it is france so i don't know what the fucking history is over there but it's maybe like she's a child too well she's younger okay. or whatever but i mean like i think she's 17 okay so yeah child but like maybe a 17 year old doesn't have a wherewithal to be like wait 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 a minute guys this is gonna end up making me look terrible don't do this yeah they might not fight you on it right but nigga y'all do uh later on in the interview the host um stephanie asked nina questions about a book she called papa veins me sherry which father come and get me but when her father appeared during the segment he was very clearly a white man god damn it god so y'all didn't blank out the father? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> How the fuck the father wasn't also in blackface? <laughs> if you gonna do this, do this. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> that's her picture there
2: okay okay oh okay that's a picture
1: yeah i mean they did a good job on the um you know on the getting the like even skin tone and shit normally blackface this is good blackface i mean look that's one thing we are fair about here at the blackout tips okay a lot of podcasts oh a blackface is terrible it's always bad sometimes you see a blackface and you go damn you would have on first look you would have got me okay and i gotta give you credit (laughs) If I would have looked at the TV real fast, i have been like, oh, that was okay. Light
2: skinned black girl.
1: Yeah. Uh the sloppy and tone deaf attempt to protect the seventeen year old quickly drew iron mockery from fans who accused producers of relying on damaging racial stereotypes. But the show host, Harry Rosalmax, said who was black himself. Oh God, no. Did he double down? Uh he he defended his team. He he black himself, so he was like, I would know. The choice of this makeup was made after a test by experts with the agreement of Nina and her parents. Noting that the segment was never intended to mock anyone without going into details that can help not ad- black. The fuck is this, sir? Without going into details that can help identify Nina. This choice was most visually efficient. It had it has happened that we approved a, in a similar context the opposite makeup, lightening the skin of a black woman to allow her to testify. Dog, y'all really don't have them pixels though? Like for real, is that not a thing over there? I, I just feel like it's gotta be a thing. The real substantive debate, the societal debate, supported by the brave testimony of this teenager and her father, has been left in the background, he said, voicing his frustration with the controversy has overshadowed the intent of the interview, which was to highlight sex trafficking. Over 7,000 teenagers. But that's are, y'all
2: fault. That's y'all fault the story didn't get out there. Right. Y'all are like, ooh, we fucked up. Why y'all talking about everything else but
1: the story? Bitches, you're Just 'cause Just cause we brought her out here in, uh, in blackface with, with a natural hair wig, y'all niggas getting distracted. <laughs> what about the real story?
2: <laughs> oh, okay, sir.
1: Oh, man. Anyway. Uh, zero to a hundred. A
2: hundred foot. No. You know, I I give I'm I'ma keep it real. The dude get a hundred. The makeup artist, the station, all them get a hundred. Uh, the uh, uh the teenager, I I don't give her a hundred because you know she actually talking about some shit that actually really happened to her and it fucking got overshadowed because the adults in the situation were fucking stupid.
1: Yeah, I, I'm with you. You know, I I have to give everyone a hundred except her. I don't I don't really blame her at all. But damn, like your father, somebody
2: nobody th- was like this isn't right Why? why don't y'all talk to her back i mean there's a lot of if you but like this if you didn't have pixelating features in the budget talk to her back
1: and this nigga is black like how you how you ain't know that one is it just different is it just no black face in france is that is that a thing uh, i doubt that yeah oh man all right well uh let's move on guys let's just move on to something else time to do some guest arrays now that it's time for some Guess the Race. That's right, it's Guess the Race time. Now that it's
2: time for some Guess the Race.
1: That's right, it's Guess the Race time. That's right, it's time for Guess the Race. The number one game show podcast when We read and play news articles from all over the globe. And we ask our contestants today, Karen and the chat, the... Race and of course everyone playing is a stone cold racist. All right, let's see who is on the docket for today. A national lottery con man jailed for two point five million euro fake ticket fraud. A con man who cashed in a fake national lottery ticket to claim two point five million euro jackpot has been jailed for or pound I mean two point five million pound jackpot is in jail for nine years. Mm, you get less time for killing somebody
2: Apparently,
1: Edward Putman 54 claimed he had found the winning ticket under a seat in his van in 2009 just before the deadline to claim the win passed but St. Albans Crown Court heard he was helped by uh Camelot insider Giles Nibbs who knew how to cheat the system oh so y'all are all going to jail right? Putman of Kings Langley and Hurt Lordshire, uh, was found guilty by a fraud by false representation. The court heard the fraud came to light after Mr. Gibbs, who had a row with the with Putman over the winnings were divided how the winnings were divided. That's normally happened. Fallout out about the money. Y'all could have got away with it too. So Mr. Nibbs took his own life in October twenty fifteen. Oh. hmm. Uh sentencing and so you look, you would have got away from it if it wasn't that, if it wasn't for that killing. Uh, sentencing putman Judge Philip Gray called it a sophisticated, carefully planned, and diligently operated fraud. You would have got away with it, but this, with this, but quite plainly, you agreed, he added. This crime struck at the integrity of the national lottery. You have also undermined the public, undermined the public's trust in the lottery itself. Right. Y'all, y'all fall out about money. Right. they say there's no honor among thieves Mm -mm. uh damn i haven't watched part three and four of mcmillions putman claimed the win on august 28th august 2009 by using the badly damaged ticket forged by mr nibs who uh worked for camelot in the fraud detection department Mr. Nims had seen a document containing details of big wins, which had not yet been claimed. And prosecutor James Keeley said there was some trial and error in producing the successful forgery. The court heard each ticket had one of the 100 different possible unique codes at the bottom. And Putman had gone to 29 different shops, providing a different ticket in each before the not right number was found at a shop in High Wing, Wycombe, Bucksham, Buckinghamshire. Mm. Mr. Nibs confessed to his friends that he had conned the lottery after the row with Putman, a convicted rapist and benefits cheat in June
2: 2015. What? The plot twist. The the hell is happening here?
1: Birds of a feather. He also told them about the technical inaccuracies in the creation of the ticket that Putman of Station Road had used. Evidence suggested that Mr. Nibs was initially paid 280,000 pounds by... Uh, Putman for his part in the rules followed by much smaller increments totaling 50,000 pounds. Three years later, he was sentenced to nine months in jail for benefit fraud after claiming 13,000 pounds in housing and income support following his win. So they won the lottery and he still was like, I declare myself poor. What? You can't do that. And then went to jail for that, for that welfare fraud. Mm-hmm. Uh, in 2016, the gambling commission found Camelot uh three uh like fine him three million pounds for breaching this operating license regarding controlling databases investigating prize claims and paying out prizes uh a camelot spokesperson said there were some weaknesses in some of the specific controls relevant to this incident at the time and we're very sorry for that all right karen guess the race white karen's going with white let's check the chat room and see what they believe uh, McMillionaires, McMillions pounds, white jinkies. He's white. KKK killer, Caucasian capitalist, Harry Potter and the White Powerball Oh, white black folks would just deny it was them. The correct answer is everyone said white. You got it right. <laughs> um, and I'll put this picture up. But man, what a crazy story his homie turned out to like kill himself and then he was a convicted rapist and welfare thief like these motherfuckers was up to no good no good Mm try and get the mcmillions and fucked everything up mm-hmm. they'll put you in jail for messing with the money
2: yes they will
1: did this picture show up yet? yep yeah sad old bloke isn't he? yeah he did that hmm. um uh all right let's go to the next one uh wait, alabama alabaman alabama, this is a oh alabaman oh someone from alabama got it i was like what the fuck is Alabama? uh the alabama woman who was recorded grinding her rear end on to, into the crotch of a cop attempting to handcuff her early sunday is facing a pair of criminal charges according to court records oh shit april till 24 was arrested by police on misdemeanor disorderly conduct and harassment charges the 2018 university of alabama graduate she was
2: harassing all right
1: <laughs> she was putting her ass on him Ooh, if you know boy. what i'm saying i think you do know what i'm saying guys uh <laughs> she put the her ass in harassment uh anyway there's <laughs> somebody somebody call for a lap dance officer mm-hmm uh the graduate was collared outside a Waffle House in downtown Tuscaloosa Tuck- just blocks from Bryant-Denny Stadium where earlier that evening the Crimson Todd football team defeated the University of Tennessee at the Waffle House as seen in the brief video recording that has gone viral Till was pinned up against a White House window a Waffle House window as a cop sought to handcuff her Till took the opportunity to press her buttocks into the officer while breathing declaring oh yeah you like that you like that, yeah? What? Tuscaloosa police declined to release a copy of her arrest report, so it's unclear if either of the misdemeanor counts filed against her is related to the vertical lap dance she performed on the patrolman. Till, the daughter of a pre-K teacher and a current kennel manager, is seeking to offset her legal costs via donations from visitors to her Instagram page. Went through some legal trouble. If you want to throw me like $5, Venmo me. Oh, I went through some
0: legal trouble. She added,
1: I like that uh i guess uh like 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 you like yeah, that with all right right uh free on a thousand dollars bond till is scheduled for a december 9th hearing in tuscaloosa municipal municipal court court can guess the race uh what was it april till
2: oh white because they didn't beat it to death white
1: <laughs> all right let's check the chat room see what they believe this is the whitest shit ever a white woman she was a flat earther if you get my drift <laughs> Oh, you talking about those pancakes white <laughs> negroes have been shot for less uh Vidmo in the description white coming to the stage Britney the blonde Aryan queen twerking and don't have enough money for bail asking for money black pancake twerking white oh man this is tough I'm going white pink badge. white everyone went with white it's like y'all knew the stripper music already um yep but uh the correct answer is white
0: Mm
1: -hmm. yeah it wasn't no uh outcast playing it was that she's my cherry pie come on (laughs)
0: living on the bread take my (laughs)
2: hand that's what the fuck was happening with that (laughs) Yes! <laughs> that's what you were hearing. That hard stomping.
1: Yeah, they also had a video. uh It was showing. It's only seven seconds long.
2: Yeah, post some shit me! <laughs> yes, that's what they was saying. <laughs> oh, yeah? You like that?
0: You like that?
1: Yeah? <laughs> oh, shit, what's this porn? She was trying to show out, man. Holy shit! Mm-mm-mm we know that's one video jl Covet will be looking up later (laughs) all right let's go to the bonus round double the points and the race double the points and the race that's right double the points double the race in the bonus round of guess the race So far, Karen is a rare two for two. Can you believe it? How will she mess this up? I don't know. Will her chances fall flat? Yes, will they? A woman accused of stealing expensive watches from men at bars. Oh shit! A scammer. A Miami Miami Beach police say they have arrested a woman accused of stealing expensive watches and other valuables from men she met at the bars. Police say on January 3rd of this year, a man entered the Mondrian Hotel in Miami Beach and began to drink with friends at the bar. That's when that was when he says Caitlin Nicole Walsh, Walsh, uh 25, approached him and began to flirt with him. Later, the man said he went to his room where the last thing he remembers is putting, putting his $20,000 watch in the hotel room safe. The next morning, he said he woke up. Walshkewicz was gone, along with the contents of the safe, which included several watches valued at more than $50,000, Good God! along with cash and several other valuables. Police said they were able to identify Walshkewicz after recovering her fingerprints from a wine glass. Well, goddamn... Later, the victim was presented with a photographic lineup, at which time he was able to positively identify Walshkowitz. Welshkowitz I wonder if she slept with him then, because it says, like, they stayed the night. Mm-hmm. vehicle was located in Sunny Isles Beach, where she was arrested following a routine traffic stop. She faces grand theft charges. Other men have also identified her as the woman who robbed them, using similar tactics.
2: Oh, shit.
1: Look, man. It's an M.O. You gotta make it work for you, okay? No point in having a wet pussy in a dry purse is what my <laughs> grandmama used to say. Alright Karen. I always say that phrase wrong but you. Yes. Guess the race. Oh this is the white woman. Alright let's check the chat room and see what they believe. Um. Alright we'll wait for these guesses to come through. Cardi B but make her white. Caitlyn Nicole be watching white. Doing all she can to get hustlers too with a white lead. White. Yeah, well, hustle to the white lead, now that's right up Chris Lambert's alley. Okay. Ha <laughs> <laughs> But where, where was Gwyneth Paltrow during all this? White woman strikes again, white, white, bad Bobby, bad, ba- oh, Barbie. Okay, the correct answer is... White. You all got it. Karen, congratulations. <laughs> And I'll try to get a picture up I man. was a hundred percent today. Yeah, you did good. I thought you would a hundred percent another time last week too. Oh, man. One day, you're out here doing the thing. You representing for all the black women, okay?
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> all the black women, Snoop offended. Karen is representing, okay? Um, I hope they to get on there and guilt tripping real good. That'll be fun. Everybody always gets mad that they just not yelling. And I think. Mm-hmm a lot of them men know how to respond to that they'll just they'll just double down with the anger and mm-hmm. everybody gonna yeah, be yelling and shit because the thing
2: is when you deal with people like that you actually get them to open up and tell you more and, and be more intimate with you than you
1: would the other way around yeah so i kind of hope she does take the more interesting uh approach you know now obviously it's not therapy so we're not gonna get into all of that um mm-hmm. uh, but i figured you know because we know who would get to the bottom of this and Even though y'all hate her, too. Y'all would love to hear this. You have a responsibility to Ruby D. You have a responsibility to Harriet Tubman. You have a responsibility to Dorothy and to Septima and to Rosa, whose blue veins were shining through her arms when she took that seat on that bus. They are the reason. They are the reason we sit here. Wendella and Gladys and and, and Pearl and had to walk in a back door of a theater so that we can get on there today in a farm. That's who you open your mouth for. You matter. You matter. Tell her. I would love her to do that to Snoop. Oh, it'd be
0: good.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. That would be so good. <laughs> Alright, let's get to let's get to soil ratcheting this, guys. Ah! Oh! Just up to Septima! A man who threatened his neighbor
0: <laughs> with a
1: sword is an isolated individual, court heard. Oh, shit. Oh, one of them long wolves, huh? Y'all get them over there with swords, too? <laughs> Darren Giddens, 51, of Feather Street in Flint, pleaded guilty at Northeast Wales Magistrates Court in Mold to threatening to kill his neighbor, Justus Chimilisakis, uh, and threatening a... Sh- possession of a sharp object in a public place he also pleaded guilty to racist language the court heard how in february 2nd 2020 giddens had an altercation with his neighbor when jones prosecuted said mr chumala uh has had difficulties for some time with giddens none of which were reported to police however on february 2nd at 6 p.m north wales police were called to an ongoing incident mr jones told the court that giddens could be heard shouting to mr chumala uh, to get out here you Polish fuck and I'm going to kill you I'm going to cut your eyes out Giddens proceeded to kick Mr. Chimel door before returning to his own flat Mr. Jones said Mr. Chimel shouted stop kicking my door in which resulted in Giddens coming back out with what was described as a samurai sword saying you're going to get it oh M- shit Mr. Chimel called the police and Mr. Jones said when questioned uh by officers getting said he understood his actions would scare but that was his intention well damn just go ahead and take him to jail well, you, you definitely didn't give a fuck i did it <laughs> Like yeah i was trying to threaten him you know possibly even make him feel i was intending to murder him why is that against the law why sir yes it is well uh, oh so so you just taking people to jail for for breaking the law then okay man i ain't worried about jail man <laughs> you sound like a bitch bitch i
0: ain't worried about jail shit man i i, man, I don't give a damn about going to jail you can take me to jail take, take me, me to jail. jail lock me up lock, lock me up. up don't wait it kid don't, don't wait to kill. Kill. i ain't
1: waiting for somebody to say hey. 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 um chair magistrate philip jones said they would deal with the three charges as one um giddens was ordered to complete a 12-month community order with probation and pay a fine of 200 pounds which was reduced to three from 300 along with 85 pounds court costs and 90 pounds surcharge the soil will also be destroyed Good. mr jones said we have considered a restraining order we don't believe it is practical to have one in this case you have a chance now go back to your flat you will still live opposite him so you must find a way to live in harmony keep away and keep out of trouble it is up to you to self-restraint okay so when that man dies it's on y'all hands right shaking my head restorative justice at work Hmm. not for sword crimes not on my watch uh all right (laughs) y'all we'll be back tomorrow with uh more of this i now listen i do have a hornet's game i'm going to with my brother on wednesday okay so it's possible we may be doing our walking dead recap tomorrow okay and either no show wednesday or um earlier show or something like that so so we'll figure it out um but just want to let you guys know so um all right until next time i love you i love you too